It's the Sports Fan PSA here on Car Sessions Everything Sports. Everyone lock in and let's go. Yes, yes, yes. Tons of beautiful people everywhere, especially in the realm of sports talk, sports fandom, sports consumption. Being that I'm a person who does a little sports talk, mostly sports fandom and sports consumption, I've been able to see things from various angles and conjure up a lot of observations and opinions. It's Car Sessions Everything Sports with your host, Jav. A-Rich won't be with us tonight. He's in Vegas. He's enjoying his holiday. By the way, happy Memorial Day, everyone. Um, but more importantly, I wanted to take this time to really start addressing things that have been, for lack of a better phrase, grinding my gears. And it's how the media and a certain contingent of sports fans consume and react and digest sports it's i don't know like i don't want to say it's annoying me or it's i'm angry but it's it's ruffled my feathers it's grinded my gears and whatever other cliche for that kind of thing you can think of uh let's get right into it before before i you know get into the fans i want to talk about media I'm not going to call out any particular outlet. I've done that in the past. But you know what? We watch these networks regardless of how we feel. They, they are the conduit for how we get our sports. Um, but it's a situation where sometimes these people who are in very preeminent positions, they have a job to convey what's happening and convey it properly. And I feel like in a lot of situations... Those guys don't do their jobs correctly. They don't. If if Steph Curry, as an example, is playing the game a certain way, if I, the sports fan, am watching this game and I'm seeing Steph dribble left, dribble right, and turn the ball over, I want the person who's talking about this game to say he dribbled right, dribbled left, and turned the ball over. I don't want you to come up with some kind of hyperbolic analysis that that really exaggerates or overinflates the fact that he turned the ball over. You know what I mean? So now, player A has a bad game. Let's say now in the NBA, right? Player A shoots 7 for 22. His team loses the game. Now you're going to relegate this man who we know is a superstar to scrub status Now he's a scrub Now he's one dimensional now, now, now he's not as good as we thought he was Because he had a bad game But in the very next game Player A Takes those same 22 shots Goes 15 for 22 Fills the stat sheets And now he's a superstar again I just feel like It's too much knee jerk reaction Too much 
takery happening from the conduits that, that we look for to get our sports information. It's the reason why myself and A. Rich, we do car sessions. It's the reason why the other people who are on the All In Network do the shows that they do. Because I believe that a lot of them were getting frustrated and getting tired with the way their sports were being delivered to them. With the way that their sports talk was being delivered to them. So they took it upon themselves to do things a certain kind of way to put the right information out there. That's frustrating for me. If the player had a bad game, say he had a, pla- a bad game, don't get on your show the next day saying, oh, well, he's not good. Oh, my God, 7 for 22, he's entirely inefficient, and he, he can only shoot the ball really well. He doesn't drive. He doesn't have a left hand, this and that. That's not the case. We know that's not the case. So why are we amping this up and making it something it's not? Why are we abusing our position as people in the media and railroading a guy who had a bad game. That's ridiculous. We could take it to any sport. Bryce Harper, you know, goes in the slump. Now he's a one-hit wonder. Now we're going to go get some clickbait, guys. Is Bryce Harper a one-hit wonder? Was last season a fluke? Because now he's in an extended slump. Baseball has 162 games. 162 So why is it that we have to relegate a guy to one-hit wonder status because he's having an extended slump? Baseball, over that 162 games, is set up to where players are allowed to have long stretches where the, the baseball looks like a beach ball. And there's stretches where they can't see the ball. Their timing is off, and that's what it allots for. This is why, more often than not, the elite hitters... Only hit about 300 Essentially A baseball player is paid to do his job Really well 30% of the time So why are we jumping out of our window And and looking for takes Looking for clickbait Looking to mislead the public As opposed to reporting And talking about what's happening And analyzing ways for said player Bryce Harper or player A In the NBA To do better and get out of that funk Football. Tony Romo throws an interception. He's the worst quarterback in crunch time. Tony Romo leads a drive down the field with two minutes to go for the game-winning touchdown. He's one of the most clutch quarterbacks of all time. This is what I'm saying to you, people. Talk about what's happening. At some point along the way, a lot of people in prominent positions realize that they didn't have to deal with the facts. They could just say whatever, be close to the facts, and they won't be challenged. Which brings me to the sports fans. I'm going to go back and forth with the, with the media and the fans and the people on social media. See, I'm, I'm separating the people on social media because I honestly believe that a lot of those people on social media are not actual sports fans. They're just people who want to be in the mix. You know, you know, there's a lot of people who are not from New York City. There's a lot of people who are not young. So when they when they hear me talking a certain way and they say they hear me say in the mix, they might not understand what I'm saying. So when I say they want to be in the mix, what I'm saying to you is they just want to be down. They want to be a part of whatever's the, the hot button issue at the moment. That's what being in the mix means. But right now, let's talk about the sports fan. So now, personally myself, personally myself. <laughs> But I, I'm on Facebook a lot. I'm on Twitter a lot. I would say that my social circle 
excuse me, social circle is filled with a lot of people who are very knowledgeable in sports. Myself, A. Rich, we've been doing this back and forth thing since the seventh grade. Our, both of our social circles, especially on the male side of things, and even some females, we live for sports. We live to talk sports. We live to consume sports. We live to play sports. But when you come on and you talk about knowing the game, and you and you allege that you don't, you know, you don't watch certain networks. You 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 conjure your own opinions from watching these games. But then you come on these these sites, or you come to the lunch table, or you come to the water cooler, or wherever you are, discuss the sports. And all you do is regurgitate the opinions of of gas bag A that you heard say certain things and you agree with it. So you came to the water cooler or the lunch table, wherever you want to talk sports at. And you regurgitate those opinions, but then you say those were your opinions. But I already know I can't speak for everybody because a lot of times that person gets away with those opinions because a lot of guys are just ignorant to a lot of things. Sad to say, but we all know we're adults here. We're adults. We know what goes on. But it goes back to my issue with the media. You you come with partial facts. People look at these partial facts as gospel and then they go and they regurgitate these partial facts to other people in the sports talk ciphers. But then when it get challenged, person says, well, such and such said it on the TV or on the radio. So it has to be right. And that's that's really a problem for me. Back in the day, if a person on TV said something, it was the truth so that when I, I got that information and I decided that I got put onto some new info and I want to go to the lunch table in the eighth grade or the ninth grade and I want to win my debate. I got actual facts from a, from a reputable source that I could win said debate with. Guys are coming into these conversations or guys in the media are, are just doing everything based off opinions. Now they're going to say it's fact based opinions. I conjured up my opinion based on the facts that were presented to me. And now that's fair. That's usually a debilitating, you know, counter argument to someone challenging your opinion. You can't tell me my opinion is right or wrong, etc., etc. You're right about that. I can't tell you that your opinion is right or wrong. But it's all about the fact that your opinion that you're conjured that you've conjured up. I'm using the word conjured a lot. I'm sorry. Bear with me. But the opinion that you've conjured, I'm doing it again, came from somebody else's opinion who took a certain aspect of a fact and tilted it. To, to where it was in their preference. Like, there's a guy in the media. I'm not going to kick him because I like what he does. But Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowherd will say something that you want to disagree with. He'll, he'll, But he'll bring you a fact that you know you disagree with. But he'll present it in a way that's inarguable. Like, for instance, last week when the, when the Warriors were in their funk. Getting ran out of the building by the Oklahoma City Warriors. He said that Steph Curry is just a shooter. That's classic cowherd. We know Steph Curry. Majority of his offense comes from the fact that he's a jump shooter. He's the greatest three-point shooter of all time. Of course. Of course, Colin. Of course. So now, sports fan A, who, who, who just took in this information, is like, word. Steph is just a shooter. What Cowherd did right there was give you the fact that that was his opinion, and he laced some fact in it that a majority of stuff offense comes from the jump shot and generalized him as a shooter, and you sat back there because you trust Cowherd, and you realize that Steph is really just a shooter. Completely negating the fact 
that he attacks the paint, completely negating the fact that he's a pretty aggressive rebounder for a person of his size. He assists. He he lead he led the league in steals. Unanimous MVP. But Coward took one fact about Steph: the fact that majority of his offense came from the jump shot. Made him a jump shooter, generally speaking. Made him t- saying he's pretty regular if the shot isn't falling. And throughout his whole game, and a majority of, of, of the people around the country and around the world who, who, who want to trust these guys who are in positions to give us sports information, took that and ran with it. So now, I got to go to my message boards. I got to go to Twitter. I got to go to Facebook. And I got to have conversation with guys who now want to ride the cowherd wave. And believe that Steph is a jump shooter. And then they're going to lace me with facts about what Steph does. And throw out the fact that when you watched him play. Forget what was told to you. Forget what was told to you to think. When you watch these games. And you see the way Steph impacts the game. Is he really just a jump shooter? Really? Really? Come on guys. Think for yourself. Think for yourself. It's a little frustrating. Because now I got to look at you and I got to question your sports fandom. Are you really a sports fan or are you a fraudulent sports fan? Are you really watching these games and seeing what's happening and really deducing what's going on out here? Even better, you know, because it's car sessions, everything sports, so we're an up-to-date show. This Western Conference Finals Series. Everybody wants to talk about the fact that uh, the Warriors are having a tough go up until... Saturday night when they tied the series Okay Talking about what Steph isn't doing Because that's the best player You know On the team Superstar worship When when, when the the Cavaliers ended up tied with the Raptors They wanted to talk about What LeBron wasn't doing And I'm just sitting here like It's not another guy's on the court Basketball, as much as it's about the superstars, and rightfully so, they get marketed. They do the lion's share of the lifting. All right, cool. But in the playoffs, the deeper a series goes, with the exception of money time moving from said superstars, is moving parts. A lot of action happening from the other nine guys on the floor that are deciding these games. Western Conference Finals, at one point, the Thunder was up 3-1. The The Thunder were up 3-1. And we want to talk about what Steph isn't doing. Why aren't we talking about what the fact that the, the, the levels of pressure and the level of physicality that the Thunder was bringing to the table? I was watching some screens being set where I'm watching Steph literally bounce off of Steven Adams. That's how solid these screens were being set. They were abusing them on the boards. Deion Wade has played the best he's played since he was at Syracuse. But we're going to talk about what Steph isn't doing. We want to make this all about Steph Curry. We're not going to talk about the fact that Steve Kerr has made questionable coaching decisions. But we want to talk about Steph. It's all about Steph. But it goes back to the point. The media has, a, has tilted the, the spectrum in a way to where it's only about the superstar. And then you, as the alleged sports fan, have agreed that we're only going to talk about the superstar. And that's not how things are supposed to go. If you say you're a sports fan, you're supposed to be taking in this game, realizing what's taking place, and coming up with your own opinions. You shouldn't make it so that these guys are so comfortable to just throw opinions out there without pushback from the listening media who understand the game. The Toronto Raptors series, before they got closed out, 
LeBron played 46 minutes. I can't understand why he's six foot nine and 250 pounds, and he didn't he didn't score. He didn't attack the basket. These are actual quotes from sports fans that I converse with. They only wanted to talk about the fact that what LeBron didn't do. We're not going to talk about the fact that these guys were down almost 18 points in Game Four. LeBron played 46 minutes in Game Four. LeBron impacted the game in so many other ways. Up until where the, the, the Cavaliers got the lead beyond scoring. But we want to talk about, oh, he didn't get buckets late. He's 6'9 and 250. LeBron James is not Kobe Bryant. LeBron James is not Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Steph Curry, none of these guys. He's not that guy. He's never been that guy. I don't understand that. Hey, is this what, year 13 for LeBron James? They're sports fans because they've been trained to think a certain way by the media that they, that they worship. That he's supposed to be a certain way. Everybody gets their cookies in various different ways. LeBron James makes the right basketball play at all times. And I'll be the first one to tell you. Anyone who knows me knows. I, I punched LeBron hard. I've had strong arguments against LeBron James. But at some point, I had to understand that's not who he is. If the pass is the right play, he's going to make the pass. If the bucket is the right play, he's going to take the shot. Why are we crying about what LeBron isn't doing at year 13? Let it go. But because media head, media talking head A said that, he doesn't understand why LeBron isn't more aggressive with his offense late in games. You, the, you the sports fan, have to believe that that's what it should be. Because Jordan before him, Kobe before him, and other guys before him, you know, were that way. LeBron should be that way. What about Magic? Magic always made the right play. Nobody killed Magic. LeBron James has always been closer to being Magic Johnson. But you as a sports fan now, you have to understand that. Watch the games. Don't watch the highlights and and look at the guys in the nice suits talking about the game after the fact. Watch the game. Analyze the game. If you have a DVR box that you can pause live television, pause and rewind and see why that play happened the way it happened. So that when you go to the water cooler, you go to the chat, the, the, the message boards, you go to the lunch tables, you can hit people with facts. And then you can hit them with the fact that you watch the game. You saw what happened. You know what happened. I didn't have to let this guy tell me after the fact what should have happened. And he doesn't, he doesn't understand why it didn't happen. You're talking on the fact that you saw the game and this is what should take place. But because the media, you know, tells you that basketball is a superstar sport. And I'm going to talk, talk to you about that hypocrisy in a second. But they want to say that basketball is, is, is a... As a team, is a superstar sport. You're ready to bash every superstar that doesn't do what you expect them to do, even though their game isn't predicated on doing certain things. They became superstars because they do certain things that make them great. LeBron is a basketball, excuse me, is a basketball savant mentally. Whereas Kobe Bryant, as an example of a guy who was always compared to him, could throw the kitchen sink at you. He could hit you with a bevy of moves to get his shot off. LeBron's greatest weapon is his brain. Even beyond the physicality that he brings to the game. It's his brain. The way he thinks and sees the game is what separates him from... that. That's his wing of the all-time great bracket. It's the brain. I don't think anybody has a higher basketball IQ than LeBron. 
So why are we judging him on doing things that he's never going to do? You understand, sports fan? He's never going to do that. So why are we worrying about it? Talk about the game, man. And then people want to say basketball is a superstar sport. But then at the same time, those same people that you trust and believe in will tell you that, tell you that there's no I in team and basketball is a team game. So how can it be no I in team and it's a team game, but then it's a superstar sport? You get what I'm saying? Are you, are you, you see, this is why I'm here. Jov. And if A. Rich was here, he'd say the same thing. Conjure your own opinions. Watch the game. Analyze the game before you out here being led astray by people who are talking out of both sides of their mouth. <laughs> I don't want to sound all preachy, but this is why it's a public service announcement brought to you by the wonderful folks at Car Sessions Everything Sports. We are not here for the casual Johnny Come Lately sports fan who's on message boards talking or just repeating what he heard. We're here for the people who study the game, understand the game and all the nuances of the game. This, this is expert barbershop talk. <laughs> and and, it, and if, if you're not in the barbershops or you do not, this is expert gym talk. Jock talk. This is what we do. Talking out of both sides of your mouth, but then you want to trust. You want to trust these people. Then you want to go to message boards. Oh, oh, he didn't do this and he didn't do that. I'm outraged. He didn't take the shot. He threw an interception. He's in a slump. He can't hit. Why isn't he hitting? Did you ever ask why? No, right? No. You don't care. You don't care. Even better. You guys with your with your, with your ideals about what toughness is. A player is hurt. Everybody's hurt. Another one. I'm on these message boards. Right? Steph Curry injured his MCL a few weeks ago. Now, let me tell y'all something. That's not an injury to flick your nose at. That's not something that you just... Alright, he hurt his knee. No big deal. He'll be back. No. This guy is hurt, people. But now it's always an excuse. It's an excuse. Excuse. But if you watch the games and you see how Steph Curry approaches the game, he's clearly been hesitating on certain things that are signatures for him. He can't even he doesn't have the, 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 the most amount of hops as it is, but he's barely getting off the ground on some of these layups. He barely has the same amount of lift he has on the jump shots. He he's hesitating taking big men off the dribble. He started doing it recently. And notice when he's doing it. He's not doing it early in games. He's waiting till he's completely warm in the second half to where his knee isn't bothering him. Anybody with knee issues to tell you when you first try to do anything on a bad knee, it hurts. It hurts really bad. And it's not until you get really warm and lathered up that, that you, you know, and the adrenaline gets pumping. That things don't hurt as much and you're willing to take more chances. How do I know? Because I got a bad knee. That's how I know. So you know, in the morning when I when I when I'm at work and I hit those stairs early on, those first couple of steps is ow 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 ow. 
before I get the ball rolling and I'm okay. So now you add a sprained MCL, which I don't have, to Steph Curry running 98 feet up and down with the most high octane office in the NBA. And you're wondering why I'm saying he's hurt, but then you're not watching the game. You're just looking at the, the output. You're looking at the highlights of him getting hot and making some shots. Notice that Steph Curry has not gotten off in any first half since he's been hurt. All of his legendary, quote-unquote, or highlight moments has come either in the third or fourth quarter when he's completely warm and it's been running around to where he doesn't feel his knee anymore. But again, a lot of you sports fans... I'm not analyzing. You're just watching the game from a black and white perspective and not really assessing the situation. Watch these games, people. Look for the nuance. Look for the little nuggets that's not being told to you to look at by the people that you trust so much. And you'll, you'll discover some things that make you say, hmm, wow, I never thought of it that way. Come to think of it, Steph Curry hasn't gotten off in the first half since he's come back from injury. Why well, did not think of that before? Because nobody told you to Think for yourself people Stay woke Free your mind Go to Morpheus Choose the right pill Do something But then don't come to me Wanting to debate me And argue with me About certain things That's sports related And then you're giving me Misguided facts I don't do the misguided facts thing people Everything I hit you with is based on fact. I try to avoid opinions because opinions lead to the most heated arguments in sports. I'm not trying to really argue you down with my opinion. I'm, I'm, I'm arguing you down with what I'm seeing. Everything I ever speak about with sports is based on the things that I've seen. Maybe I'll misread a situation and I'll eat that. But I'm talking to you from what's happening and what's transpiring on the field of play. Not what's being told to me by the people that I'm watching and, 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 and I just trust them so much because they work and they're getting paid to do it. So it has to be right. No. <laughs> it's, been, it's been 10 plus years since people in the media realize, in the sports community, excuse me, realize that they, they don't have to give you the actual facts. They could just say a little bit of something and that will be that. Come on, y'all. Wake up. Smarten up. Open the market up. It's 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 kind of comical. It's very comical, man. Which and you know what? That being said, it brings me to the creation, the 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 love child from the misguided sports fan in the media. The social media sports fan who really doesn't know much. But he's always right on time in every conversation. Whether it's trolling comments. Something that's not supported by fact. Hyperbolic statements. Extreme generalizations. And most of all, the memes. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Social media has kind of destroyed a certain aspect of my enjoyment of sports. Mm. Pardon the pregnant pauses, but I, I just need y'all to understand if you haven't realized it. But we have a situation like this. You'll see a meme pop up that says Steph Curry. Unanimous MVP 
but down 3-1. LeBron James sweeps two series. Closes out another in six, but doesn't even finish second in the MVP votes. That, that'd be a meme with a picture of Steph and LeBron James. So now, because of the fact that Steph Curry's having a, a tougher time in the playoffs than LeBron, that means that Steph Curry is not deserving of his unanimous MVP. Social media sports fan who generated meme. What those memes have done is that it throws out all the scenarios and situations that generates the current situations of a Steph Curry and LeBron James and just generalizes extremely what the current situation is. Forget that they played a Detroit team in the first round. Forget that they played a Hawks team that nobody cared about in the second round. And a Toronto team that was overwhelmed from day one. Let's throw out the fact that Steph Nee almost fell off. And they played a better team in the first round in the Rockets. A better team in the second round in Portland. And an extremely better team in, 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 a, in a Oklahoma City Thunder in the conference finals. But we're going to just make this meme. And then there's going to be certain people who are going to see this meme. Post this meme and say, you see this right here? That's a fact. It's absolutely true. How can Steph be unanimous MVP? Oh my God. Look at what LeBron is doing. Come on, man. Y'all know it's deeper than that. Come on now. Social media sports fan. Or Cam Newton loses in the Super Bowl. All of a sudden, he's not the MVP anymore. He's a front runner. He's a fraud. This and that. Now, I've said that the Carolina Panthers as a team... Are front runners. I believe that. I don't think they handle ad- adversity as well as as a championship team should, and we saw that in the Super Bowl. But to call a man a fraud, knee jerk reaction, fraud because he lost in the championship game, so everything that led up to them getting to the Super Bowl means nothing. Come, like, really? Then the pictures and the Jordan crying face comes out, and 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 that's that's it. That's it. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. 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 And then, and then those social media sports fans, they're like, they're like great defensive boxers. Because now you're hitting them with reasons why they're not frauds. Then they'll throw up a stat line at you and then say men lie, women lie, numbers don't. <laughs> and they think that's checkmate. And for a lot of people, that is checkmate. So you got a lot of people walking around here thinking that they know the game, knowing that stats and numbers are the biggest misnomer. The, 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 the biggest falsehood in high-level sports. Oh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry averaged 30 a game in the regular season, but in the series, he's averaging 24. He, he's clearly not that good. How could he possibly be unanimous MVP? Again, ignoring circumstance. All right? The Chicago Cubs. Best team in baseball. Best team in baseball. It's June. It's not actually it's not even June yet. But because you've been hearing since February that this team is gonna be so loaded and so good, you were already predisposed to believing that they would be something. 
without watching them play, you just see their record. See a picture with, with see a meme with, with Chris Bryan on there. Oh, they're so good, the Cubs. Come on, bro. Or my favorite, anytime LeBron James does something, we got to have the Michael Jordan meme. So now, I see the latest one that I, I've seen has a picture of guys like Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, um, Gary Payton, Reggie Miller, Sean Kemp, Carmelo, the Kembe Matumbo. Essentially, all the legends that he's gone up against at different times. Saying that this is the path to Michael Jordan's championships, right? But then on the flip side of that, they're going to show a picture of LeBron. This is an actual meme. A picture of LeBron. And, 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 and you'll see guys like Reggie Jackson and Andre Drummond and a couple of Hawks players that I can't remember their names. I think Al Horford and Millsap and Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. And saying LeBron's path to the finals. Mind you, that was just one year. And the funny part about it was is that th- that meme showed players and they conflated all kinds of years. Different years that Michael Jordan went up against certain guys. But then they showed a picture of this year, this year's LeBron playoff run. So now you're mis you're misleading, you're misguiding this person with this meme, social media sports fan, and you but you're doing it deliberately, because you're tilting the argument in your favor, and then when this person challenges challenges you on that argument, you're gonna punch him with facts. Yeah, he did beat Barkley. Yeah, he did beat Ewing, but the, but there's plenty of years that the Bulls playoff run, especially in the East, wasn't that good. It, it's, it's if anything, it's overrated. It's very overrated. Jordan's hardest tests in the finals didn't come until maybe championships five and especially championship six going seven games in Indiana followed by that 16 six game classic with the Jazz. But when he beat the Lakers, his first first uh, old show, it wasn't even Showtime no more. It was just the Lakers with the remnants of Showtime. It was almost like when the band break up and you got a couple of members and they get a few new members and they go on one little reunion tour to get some paper. That's what the '91 Lakers were. Eastern Conference, they beat they beat an old uh, a old Pistons team that that was on his way out. Then you had them dealing with the Knicks in '92 and '93, a very overrated Knicks team, I might add. The best team that they probably went up against throughout Jordan's run in the East was a 98-97-98 Indiana Pacers. When they when they dealt with, with Penny and Shaq, Shaq was already on his way out mentally. They ran him out of the building. But because Jordan is, is the undisputed GOAT, nothing he does can be touched. Let's 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 knock LeBron down a peg. Let's just knock him down. Alright, we know the East is weak, but we don't need a meme which conflated eras, no less, to, to one year's playoff run for another guy for you for you to make a point about Jordan's greatness in comparison to LeBron. LeBron will never be Michael Jordan. 
We know that. In some respects, Michael Jordan is overrated. We know that. Let's let's appreciate the now. Let, let's stop trying to grab the steering wheel and go in different directions that are completely unnecessary, social media sports fan. Some people are going to say it's fun, but at the highest level of sports intelligence, a lot of people don't even deal with those trolls and those people. But because I'm still, you know, I'm still on the lower levels, I come across them every day. And then there's people who post these pictures who, who are parading as sports fans and parading as people who understand the game. Who want to make me feel like I don't know what I'm talking about. And I, and I clearly do know what I'm talking about. So people. You love the game. You love the games. Excuse me. You love sports. You love talking sports. You love everything related to sports. Do what's necessary. To make sure that you're constantly in the know. Don't just talk for the sake of talking. Understand what's going on so that when you come once again to the lunch table, to the water cooler, to the locker room, or wherever you're, you're so, you know, the, the message board in, in your Facebook group, the timeline on Twitter, wherever you end up and you're talking sports, make sure that you come with your facts. 110%. Don't come regurgitating someone else's opinions. After this PSA, make it your business to watch these games with intent eyes. Make sure your eyes are wide open. Use your remote control. Pause and replay. So that when you when you now when you when you put these games on or you put on the reaction shows after the fact and you see what these guys are saying, you can you can know confidently. That that didn't happen the way they want you to believe that it happened. You saw what happened and you can deduce why it happened that way. We need more enlightened sports minds out here. It'll make for more therapeutic conversation. And not just a bunch of masses and people yelling and screaming and breaking the keyboards when they type in and they're completely wrong. You know, it's, it's, it's getting out of hand now. I don't mind disagreeing with people. I know I'm not always right. I'm not in this business to be right. I've said that countless times. I'm not here to be right. I'm just here to have conversation and, and, and bring certain things to light that I believe people might not be paying attention to. And then we can trade notes and go back and forth. And if a debate happens, so be it. You see what me and A. Rich do. When TJ say, you see what me and TJ do. What TJ and A. Rich does. Sports is always going to be a debate. But I refuse to debate with people who are deliberately... Arguing a point that's incredibly wrong But they believe it's right because someone else Told them to or they're just saying wrong things To get a reaction out of people I'm not here for that But ladies and gentlemen on this beautiful Memorial Day It's card session everything sports With another PSA Hey Rich hurry back bro We got a lot to talk about Game 7 tonight I'm taking the Warriors <laughs> I know you might disagree well, we have to talk about it. Um, with everything going on in sports, people, look out for us. At some point during the week, we're going to drop something and react to everything that's been transpiring from Syndergaard getting thrown out to the Game 7 results tonight with the Thunder and the Warriors NBA Finals preview. Look out for us. We'll be back real soon. Until next time, y'all, we out of here.